We in the stew. Y'all, we in the stew. I need to remember to look at the camera and not look at the screen. We in the stew, y'all. Like, for real. Shit is real. There's a place. Can you still look at the camera? At the screen or the camera? Can you still look at the camera? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Okay, look at that. All right, cool. She can really fuck me up, y'all. Because I got my phone in my hand. Um, and we're going to start this show. I'm in the studio now, so I don't know how to act. I feel like Oprah. The last episode was March 17th. It's been two months. I would apologize, but I'm not sorry. And, um, so... No, this is for the actual... Okay, so listen. Let's have a talk before this episode starts real quick. Um... First of all, I really, really love y'all, and I really appreciate y'all for rocking with me and for sticking with me thus far as I make these changes to this podcast and to my life, which is primarily the reason why um, I came to the studio to record. We're going to talk about all that today, but I say all that to say, I really appreciate your support and just continue to support, right? Like, comment, subscribing to this YouTube channel. I want to put more on this YouTube channel. Talk to me and tell me what you want to see on the YouTube channel. Um, things are taking off on TikTok, right? We're almost at 16,000 tribe members over there. We're almost at, I think, like 3,600 tribe members on Instagram. And y'all remember, we started from nothing. So with all that being said and with all the growth that's happening and all the events and stuff that I'll be at coming up, uh, there's just there's a lot that's been going on. And that was primarily the reason why I wanted to have this conversation today about just like growing pains part two. Because I think in the first conversation, it was so dry, right? And it was so deep and so... A metaphysical and it was just such a evolution and like yeah okay but the more that I begin to understand spirituality and my spiritual journey like yeah it's that deep but it's really not that deep and the some of the lessons that you learn are really from just like adulting and adult and adulting well not hard and once you start to learn those lessons it gets a, a lot easier to do this shit so I say all that to say this like before we even get into this episode Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for fucking with me this far. Y'all, it's still once a month. Like, I'm not coming back with no crazy-ass promises or to say, like, oh, we back in business and things are running. Things are going well the way that they're going. And if it ain't broke, I'm not going to change it. Uh, So we're going to get into the episode. But again, like I said, I just really appreciate you guys' support. And shout out to the Grown Pains. And shout out to everybody that's been rocking with me along the way. And um, I'll see y'all inside the new safe space. Hey, hey, y'all. Peace and blessings, family. It is the wretched, righteous goddess herself, them chakras. Make sure you follow the podcast anywhere you can find the podcast at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure you guys are following me over there on Instagram. And now TikTok for your motivational minutes. I'm not sure what happened, but, you know, thank you, God. Um, And make sure you follow me on Twitter where you would get where you receive way more wretched than you ever were righteous. I'm speed talking today so that I can get to the nitty gritty. Uh, we're in a new space, y'all. We're, first of all, we're in a space. I know you're probably like, bitch, why can I see you? Uh, I somehow managed to become a studio manager since we last spoke. And I know several episodes ago, right? The last time we had a solo episode because the episode before this, um, definitely go check it out with Live Like Low. I think it was like an episode before that and then an episode before that. So sometime in like January, February, I know that I stated that I wanted to be in a studio and I... I always fucked with the power of manifestation, the law of attraction. I just didn't know that it would rock out the way that it has. And it's it 
It's affected me in more ways than one, all positive, but it's also created this new sense of responsibility into my life because I have to stand on being more than what I'm used to being, right? So usually I'm like, I'm a mom, I'm a partner, I'm a podcast hostess, I'm a motivational speaker, but now I'm all those things and I'm a studio manager and I'm starting to partner with different people. So I'm a collaborator. And I'm working on, you know, creating more spaces for people to network. So more so becoming a consultant. And I just, there's so many things that are changing. I'm a student now. uh, So there's school. There's so many things that are happening in my life. And yes, right. Great. I love it. But at the same time, or not, but however, at the same time, it doesn't negate the fact that this shit is still very much daunting. It's still very much scary. It's still very much uncomfortable. And I still have to do it. And I think that the main reason why I wanted to have this conversation today is because it's only going to go up from here. And I think that people forget the starting stages of new experiences. I think that we discount what it really means when we stick with something. So I just, I kind of wanted to, in being in a new space, kind of talk about the vulnerability and the discomfort that it took to get me here. And in the level of responsibility it's created, because it's opened up so many other doors. But before we get there, right, because we, we got church announcements. It's a, it's a lot of shit going on, okay? Um, the studio, right, we're here. Shout out to Sarkarian Studios. It's in Baltimore, Maryland, over in, like, the Hamilton area. So it's over east. It's a good time. Definitely book your time here if you're a podcaster. Um, you can host events here. You can do damn near anything in this space. It is a multi-purpose space. However, it is more so set up for recording, right? Recording audio visual. So bring your ass down here, book some time. Um, upcoming events, June the 24th, I'm partnering with Natasha Soul, Brown Skin Conversations for the Sacred Circle over at the Sacred Space Baltimore, where we're going to be talking about being uh, like just the best person that we can be. I'm not a bitch. I have boundaries. So we're talking about like really respectability politics and being a woman with boundaries and the understanding of what boundaries even really is. It's going to be a really great time. Tickets are limited. They are selling. So make sure you bring your black ass down there. It is a woman only event. Sorry, y'all, but we'll have a unisex event in August. But ladies, come kick it with us. On the 24th, we're going to do dinner. We're going to have like a wine bar. There's, you know, multiple wines for you to choose from. I'm going to cut up some fresh fruit so y'all can put a little fruit in there. It's going to make a time. It's going to be a rookie time. And then July 29th, I'll be in Chicago for the Mastermind Tour, uh, headlining their holistic practice exercise. So the whole event is going to start by doing this like full body check-in, which is going to be great if you guys came to the New York show. One, I fuck with y'all. Thank you for coming over here and fucking with me on a new platform because that was a lot of time a lot of people had heard, you know, of me and from me, which is great. And the retention that we got from that event was amazing. And being able to work with two amazing women, Mish Monroe and Street Poet, and to see how they get these rooms filled, the behind the scenes of that is like a powerful thing. The hostess, the Kirby Butterfly is going to be there. Like I said, if y'all was in New York, we had a motherfucking time, okay? Like it was a really good time. So I'll be in Chicago with that same group of women having a jolly good motherfucking time. And if you're in Chicago and you want to record, definitely highlight your girl because I do have days available and I want to collaborate with other people. So there's that. And then on the first, because I totally skipped over that, um, I'm going to be teaching for six weeks, y'all. Not the Sacred Circle. I, 
I don't know what I want to do with that yet, but I have partnered with Monika Johnson, who is out of Ohio, and she has a plus size confident course for women. And I am going to be teaching the holistic portion of each class, which is going to be six weeks long. It's going to be on our Patreon. Make sure that you guys check out the posts that are going to be coming from that. Make sure you follow her. I am Monika Johnson, plus size model, I believe on Instagram. Y'all know I'll be putting everybody links and shit. And now I get to say below, right? That's really cool. So I get to say below. Um, and, you know, check everybody else. So that's going to be on July 1st. And it's going to run for six weeks on Patreon. It's going to be a really good time. I'm not sure about pricing or anything just yet. But that's why y'all got to go over there. Because that's when y'all can get y'all shit. Um, and then I still have stuff coming up in the fall. I have events that I'm trying to plan and things that I'm working on. So I hope y'all stay tapped into then it turned on to everything that it is that I got going on because I am busy and in being busy, it has required for me to be super fucking responsible on top of everything else. And not only am I tired, right? I'm tired of being fucking responsible and adulting. This shit is ghetto. Um, but I'm learning a lot in this time and it doesn't, it doesn't feel great. I'm going to be honest with you, but it feels good. It feels damn good to be doing what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And it's the really the small details in the work that has to be done because it requires for me to kind of like sit down and to be focused. And not that I don't want to sit down and be focused, but I'm one of those people where I tend to prioritize everything at one time instead of breaking down my priorities. So if I'm sitting down and I'm writing the newsletter for the Patreon space that I have for myself personally, I'm now thinking about like, oh shit, I need to get an episode out for the Oh So Candid podcast because people are subscribing to the Patreon. Or I'm like, I need to get an actual episode out for the podcast because you guys hadn't heard from me in eight weeks. Like, you know, unacceptable. And I just, I tend to think about all the roles that I've signed up for and how it's caused me to really grow the fuck up. You can't, you can't expect to do the same thing that you were doing or giving something the same effort that you were giving it and expecting anything greater than the amount of effort that you're putting in. So I've had to stand on my word in a lot of things. And have I overextended myself? Yes. Like I'm not even going, you know, hold your bullshit you. Absolutely. I've extended, I've overextended myself. However, I've gotten to the point now where I have no problem in admitting that I've overextended myself and then working with the people that I've collaborated with to say like, hey, I have overextended myself. If you don't tell me what it is that you need from me, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole of the responsibility. And after having a conversation with my friend the other night at dinner, she was basically kind of like, pull back. Okay, chill the fuck out (laughs) and just kind of like do what's assigned to you. Which in turn had me kind of thinking that night and then the night after that, after meeting with another friend for breakfast the next morning, that I need to allow other people to lead me and I need to be okay with being a team player, right? Because I have this thing about leadership. I was never taught to be a follower. I was never taught really how to be a team player. It's always been like, it's just you. No matter how many people you have around you, no matter how many people are supporting you, it's just you. And at the end of the day, even if it's not just you, you still have to fall back on you. You know, like if anything happens or if something goes awry, like you need to have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and then a plan, you know, like D, E, and F just in case. And I'm kind of tired of that. Like I'm tired of having to plan for things to go wrong or for to plan for things to go awry simply because maybe I didn't partner with the best people, right? Or I didn't partner with the right people. So I sat for a second and I'm like, 
Is that the case? Is that what I did? You know, why am I overextending myself? And it all came down to because you signed up for shit and now all of a sudden you're assuming that you need to spearhead these things because that's how it's always been. And it's like, but you signed up for these things as a collaborator. So let people lead. These are not your projects directly, right? These are other people's projects that you've signed on to be a part of. So instead of asking people like, hey, where are we with this? Treat it more like, what else do you need from me? And allow those people to guide you and to say, this is what I need from you. And if I haven't said anything to you, it's because I don't need anything. I'm under the assumption now that everybody is just a great communicator. And so if something's not being communicated to me, then it just doesn't need to be done. And in that assumption, everything has gone fine. It's just, it took a little bit for me to get here because there's a vulnerability in that. There's a vulnerability in saying like, I'm gonna let somebody else lead. Even in my relationship, like now we're talking about marriage and things, just like grown people shit, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, would I even be a good wife because do I allow this man to lead? And so I had to talk with him and have a conversation with him. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you're combative. But I think that comes with the territory of being in survival mode for so long. It's like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, how do you know that word? But I was just like, no, he's right. It is. It's being in survival mode for so long and having had thought that I didn't have a support system behind me because people didn't necessarily understand every aspect of my life, but people support you differently. So where I need my creative friends, they support me creatively. Where I need my, you know, friends or family to love me and support me, I have my support system. And you stop... Sometimes do those people commingle? Yes. And other times they're completely separate. And I need to be okay with that, right? Just letting people be the people that you want them to be in, in your life and hold them accountable for being like that. You know, hold yourself accountable for the actions that you put in place with these people and just do what the fuck you're assigned to do as somebody in their life and the role that it plays in yours. So it, it's been a lesson because I don't like to do that. And growing the fuck up just don't feel good it 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 was like i was crying about it and it's because i was resistant why don't i trust people you know why don't i fuck with people and it's like well you've had your heart broken before you know like you've had situations with friends and family where you thought they had your best interests at heart and things didn't turn out so well so it's like yeah i'm a little jaded however if you want to grow, right, and you want to be the best version, because I'm always preaching that, you know, being the best version of yourself that you can be, that comes with a vulnerability and entrusting people that you love. So I'm, I'm rocking with it and I'm basking in the moments where it does feel good. There are some real benefits to getting your shit together. It's fun when it is fun. You know, you still get to do grown up people shit, but like now it's grown up people shit. Like, I, I got the passport, like a bitch be outside, like I be in other countries and shit, it's a good time, I'm traveling more with my friends, and now with having like speaking engagements and other shit to do, it feels good to be able to call on my friends and say like, hey, I had this speaking event, and well, my partner went with me to New York, but like talking to one of my friends now, I'm like, hey, I got this speaking engagement in Chicago, and it really wasn't even a question more than she was like, okay, well, when are we leaving? And I was just like, see, that's that's what I need. There's still fun moments in this. And I'm still finding the time to celebrate the small wins or what I consider small wins and to celebrate the large wins. I didn't really celebrate going out and having that moment in New York because it was raining while we were there. But my partner and I did make the most of the time that we were there to one, enjoy each other, but two, to kind of celebrate the fact that the 23-year-old version of myself, and I, 23 was a very pivotal year for me. 
the 23-year-old me would be very proud of the 29-year-old me or the 30-year-old me that's coming, you know, soon coming because I'm actually standing on what it is that I wanted to do. I've dissolved businesses. I've stepped down from certain um, partnerships and collaborations that I had with people, mainly out of fear, right? Mainly because I was so busy worried about the numbers or I was so busy worried about the analytics behind things that when it didn't work, I was just like, fuck it. And I didn't want to take the time to to deal with being intimidated by what I wasn't seeing or what I didn't know. And now that I'm at a point in my life where that really, it kind of doesn't matter. And I have to focus more on the experience and the feelings of things that feels way better. That feels, I feel more like myself in that I feel, I feel less intimidated. I feel less, less resistant to these things. And I feel less resistant to accept, accepting opportunities because I trust my intuition more. I trust my discernment that I'm making the right decisions. And that when I have questions, instead of being this anxious bitch and being around people being like, oh my God, like maybe I should say something because this doesn't feel well. I just go to people and I'm like, hey, I'm doing this or hey, I'm not seeing this or hey, you know, just to make sure of this, like, getting that reassurance. There's nothing wrong with being a person who needs reassurance. I'm not going to allow the reassurance to like validate or justify anything. It's just necessary when you're working and when you're dating and when you're collaborating and as you're evolving, you need that shit. Like you need reassurance that everything is going well. And there's spiritual confirmations, you know, our angel numbers, uh, just the overall spiritual feeling, your chakras reopening, things feeling less closed off. It all feels good right now. So I'm just, I'm going with that flow and I'm fucking with it. And I don't really, I don't really feel the same hesitation behind the things that I was doing. It's still scary taking risks, but I'm still rocking out. Like I'm not negating my experience anymore. I think before it was a lot of Like, oh my God, this is really happening. And yeah, it's really happening, but is it really happening to me? Yes, it is very much happening to you. And you deserve for those things to happen. So I'm stepping into this space and in this place of, yes, everything that you're doing comes with a lot more, but look at all that you're getting from just adhering to what it said that that you were going to do, standing on your word, being 10 toes down and being responsible. Look at all those blessings. Like, look at all of these blessings. And I know that I said that I wanted to be a millionaire before I was 30. And I don't know if I've ever publicly said that, but it's written damn near everywhere. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. I'm personally, like, I got like a month and a half really before I turned 30. But a lot could happen in a month and a half because if I think about what's happened this year so far, Being a part of the mastermind tour came from me sending one email, right? One email and attaching my media kit. Becoming a part of the studio space and becoming a studio manager came with really just like several conversations, several basic conversations. And then one conversation like, well, I was kind of already assuming that, you know, like wanting to do that anyway. So, and there are times where it, it shocks me being like people really fuck with me as heavy as people fuck with me because the way that I saw myself before all of this was not this, I don't want to say, I hate the word strong, but, and I hate the word popular. I don't know, the not integral. That bitch, like, we just won't call her that. Really being like, everything that I said that I wanted to do, everything that I told myself I would sign up for in 2023 is happening. And having to stand on that has come with its own set of shit alongside everything else. 
but I'm up for the challenge and I'm not intimidated by this shit no more. I'm still hesitant sometimes because there's money going into this. You know, there's time, energy, effort, time away from my child, time away from my family, time away from my partner, time, money. Like I'm going back to the money, like money being spent, travel expenses, all those different things. And there have been things that I've done without patronage. There have been things that I've done and been paid for. And in all those things, I don't differentiate them based on the amount of joy that I get from them. So this money by happiness, we're not going to act like it don't. But I still get that same feeling of being accomplished and feeling like I'm doing the damn thing, simply doing the same, not, not the same shit that I was doing, but doing the things that I said that I was going to do and doing it a little bit better, right? Because now I'm in step two. I feel like any podcast episode before this episode was really in this like stage one of my life. And now that I'm at stage two and in some spaces stage three, I'm just kind of like, what's next? You know, like, guys, show me how good it can get. Like, this, it feels really good. It And even in the days where it don't feel good, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes, and this might be the sadist in me, but sometimes when things don't feel good, I still find myself, like, smiling in the midst of my tears and being like, bitch, this is your problem. This right here. This is your problem. This is the thing that you have to deal with. There was a time in your life where you couldn't even imagine having the set of problems that you do right now. So let's be grateful for this, right? Let's be grateful that this is the challenge that we have in place and figure out the how and why and when and, you know, all those good things on how that gets accomplished. I like it. It feels damn good. And I really... I really wish this for like anybody around me, right? Like the the growing pains and the the challenges that come with standing ten toes down. The problems that I had before this don't even compare because I was dealing with that and fighting with my self worth. And now it's not a matter of am I worth it. Now it's just like when will all the rewards start to roll in? And as they roll in, I'm grateful and I'm thankful and I'm just rocking with it and I'm rolling with it and it just it feels really damn good. If I could offer any advice to anybody who's trying to get to this space. You just got to stop telling yourself that you can't. You got to stop being your worst enemy. And that comes with time. And you have to stay consistent. I hate that cliche advice, but there's no other, there's no other way to get to where you want to be other than being consistent. Stay in people's faces right? About what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to accomplish. Reach out to people because how are people supposed to know who you are if you don't say anything? Don't be afraid to be seen. That is one of the, the the biggest pillars is not being afraid to be seen. I don't know how many times I've walked into stores lately or been somewhere or like even in New York thinking that nobody knew who I was before I got in that room. And then people be like, I see you on the internet all the time. And I'm like, whoa, pump your brakes. You see who? You, people follow you, Christian. People are going to see you. And it, it just, it feels good. Don't be afraid to be seen. Don't be afraid to be responsible. Don't be afraid of the growing pains. Don't be afraid of the new challenges. Like, bask in that feel. Just feel all of that. Because even on the days where it doesn't feel good, it still feels good to have this set of challenges instead of the challenge of experiencing whatever it was that I was having the challenge with and fighting with whether or not I was worthy enough, worthy enough of even having this problem. So... Just keep rocking, keep rolling, and just keep getting your shit together. And it's all going to work out, whether it be creatively, financially, spiritually, in any aspect of it. Just keep going and don't be afraid to fuck up. Don't be afraid to fail. Just don't give up. Part of the reason why you're not getting to where 
you want to be is because you keep dissolving the businesses. You keep stepping away from the projects. You keep not giving, you're consistent in giving the fuck up and that's why it won't take off. So stick with it, stay with it and work through those growing pains and it's all going to work out in the end. Just stop being a punk ass bitch, really. Um, <laughs> if I could roll one up, pour one up, pour one out this week. There's been so much that has been going on, but I'm going to pour one out. I'm going to pour one out. I'm going to pour one up. Um, I'm going to pour one out because there's been a lot of things that are happening to just like young people, people that are like 32 and younger. People are dying. And... That's another reason why this feels so personal because there are people out here who are literally leaving this earth without the opportunity to succeed, right? Like they, it feels like there is a gone too soon moment and whether it be that I know them personally, there are celebrities that have passed during this time. It's just kind of like, I just want to pour one out for them, pour one out for people who, you know, have left their, you know, physical being without being able to say that they did something. It, it breaks my heart, but at the same token, it it inspires me to keep going because that's one thing that I don't want to do, right? Like, I don't want to die with dreams. I want to die with memories. Um, I don't want to die at all, not right now. I'm just saying, like, you know, in the long run, I want to be able for my obituary to be like a brochure, you know, brochures length long because I've accomplished so much. And it's not about the recognition. It's not about the accolades. It's about the accomplishment and being able to say that I did it so all those people who haven't had the opportunity, I kind of do it for them too, right? Like, especially if I knew them, I kind of do it for them too. Um, pouring one up because I'm just celebrating, you know, celebrating the wins, all those different things. Uh, when I go to Chicago, I plan to kind of like not go out because Chicago is not really like the safest place to party. But um, I do want to do like a brunch or something to just kind of celebrate all that's going on. I want to Uber there. I want to get drunk. I want to go back to my hotel room, pass the fuck out. Like, I want to celebrate. It's the summertime. I'll be in a different city. Why the fuck not? So I'm already pulling up with my friend. Um, I'm trying to get a couple of my friends to go too, but you know, money be funny for some people. I, I fully understand it. I just want to celebrate. I want to celebrate with my people. There are so many people that have assisted me in getting to this space. I want to drink with them. I want to pull one up. I want to get tequila fucking wasted. Not put out the spot wasted, but I want to be crunk in that bitch. Like I want to have a really good time. And Chicago has a lot of good memories from the first time I was there and the work that I was able to do. And I kind of want to do the same thing. It'll be a different set of people. I'm trying to get my mentor to pop out because they don't live that far from there um, or my mentors and just have a really good time, right? And get some footage and just have a have a jolly good fucking time back in Chicago. Um, if I can share affirmation with you guys today to keep with you until the next episode, um, I respect myself enough to do it, but do, to do my best the first time. So instead of, what I learned in New York um, Street had said about being excited and ignorant. And that just really kind of stuck with me about having all the information that it is that you need to have in order to do what it is that you need to do and then not doing it because of whatever reason. So, you know, don't be excited and ignorant. Don't be afraid when you feel it, when you know that you either have what it is that you need to have or you have the space and the time to learn what it is that you need to learn in order to do what it is that you need to do love yourself enough to do your best the first time and then from there just keep going so family if nobody sold you today please let me be the first to say that i like you and i love you and i'm gonna see y'all next month like i can't even promise that i'm gonna be back here you know like next week or no shit like that but y'all gonna see me 
in July and we gonna rock. And like I said, just I thank you guys for supporting me and um and fucking with me for as long as you guys have. I'm out.